In Essentium Capital LLC v. Marshall, 2023, ARC App 236, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed an order that denied defendants' motion to set aside a default judgment and reasoned the trial court did not err in rejecting arguments that the complaint did not set out each element for fraud, that the damages awarded exceeded allegations in the complaint, or that no notice was given of the damages hearing. Chief Judge Harrison explained, quote, Ascentium Capital LLC appeals the circuit court's denial of its motion to set aside a default judgment. Ascentium argues that the underlying complaint failed to allege facts to support a claim on which relief could be granted and that the amount of damages awarded is not supported by the evidence. We affirm the circuit court's order. In October 2018, James Marshall, individually and DBA Your Furniture Store, commenced an action against Ascentium and Corey Bolton. According to the complaint, Ascentium is a business that sells credit card machines and services to small businesses such as Marshall's Furniture Store, and Bolton is an agent, servant, or employee of Ascentium. The complaint alleged that Bolton had intentionally forged Marshall's signature into an agreement with the purpose of defrauding him, that the agreement was part of a conspiracy between Bolton and Ascentium, and that these actions resulted in thousands of dollars in fraudulent charges on Marshall's account. Marshall served Ascentium's registered agent with a summons and copy of the complaint on 19 December 2018. Ascentium filed no answer or response of pleading in the circuit court within 30 days, so on 8 February 2019, Marshall moved for default judgment and requested a hearing on damages. On 21 August 2019, the circuit court convened a hearing and, after receiving testimony from Marshall, entered judgment for Marshall in the amount of $150,000 in compensatory damages and $450,000 in punitive damages, plus $185 in costs, for a total of $600,185. On 31 December 2019, the circuit court dismissed Bolton from the action without prejudice after finding that he had not been served with a summons and complaint. On 21 January 2020, Ascension moved to set aside the default judgment, asserting that it should have received notice of the hearing, that Marshall's complaint failed to state a claim on which relief could be granted, that Marshall's damages had not been proved at the hearing, and that it had a meritorious defense to the underlying claim. On 30 January 2020, Ascension filed a notice of appeal designating the August 2019 default judgment and the December 2019 order dismissing Bolton as the orders appealed. Finally, on 13 February 2020, Ascension moved to stay execution of the judgment pending appeal and for a supersedious bond. The court granted the stay and approved the bond on 19 February 2020. The circuit court found that Ascension had not alleged mistake, inadvertence, surprise, or excusable neglect, nor have they shown fraud, misrepresentation, or misconduct of an adverse party. Defendant alleges no defects in the summons or service of the complaint. The court also found that Marshall's complaint had stated a cause of action. End of quote. Pleading Requirements Defendant argued that the default could not stand because the complaint was defective because it did not address each element of proof required for fraud. 
In a footnote, the opinion listed each. In looking to Arkansas pleading requirements, the Court of Appeals reasoned, quote, Essentium argues that Marshall's complaint failed to state a claim for fraud with the required particularity to sustain a finding of liability by default. Rule 9b of the Arkansas Rules of Civil Procedure requires the circumstance of fraud to be pled with particularity. Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 9b. It has long been held that when fraud is relied on, the complaint must state something more than mere conclusions, and the facts relied on as constituting the fraud must be clearly set forth. According to Essentium, the complaint alleges that Bolton forged Marshall's signature on the lease agreement, that Essentium adopted Bolton's efforts to extort and take unearned money from Marshall, that Essentium and Bolton acted to ensnare and defraud many small business owners, and that Essentium pursued collection of the unpaid balance of the lease agreement from Marshall when he stopped making payments. Essentium asserts that these allegations are conclusory and failed to connect the dots between an alleged forgery by one defendant and actionable fraud by the other defendant. In addition, these allegations failed to address the five required elements of a fraud claim. For example, the complaint does not identify any false representation of material fact made by Essentium, nor does it allege that Marshall was induced to act or refrain from acting by Essentium. The complaint also implies, but does not outright allege, a civil conspiracy between Bolton and Essentium, again without any supporting factual allegations. We note that pleadings are to be liberally construed and will support a default judgment if they fully advise a defendant of his obligations and alleged breach of them. Here, the complaint alleged that Bolton was using an Essentium lease and forged Marshall's signature on it, and Essentium was aware of the forgery but nevertheless used the forged lease in a collection effort. The forged contract and the collection notice, attached as exhibits to the complaint, support these allegations and the circuit court specifically found that a cause of action had been pled. Applying the required standard of review, we hold that the circuit court did not abuse its discretion when it denied the motion to set aside the default judgment. The complaint, when liberally construed and deemed true, stated a claim for fraud. End of quote. Damages awarded. Appellant argued that the complaint failed to plead the damages which were awarded. The Court of Appeals explained, quote, It argues that the complaint focused on Bolton's alleged forgery and Ascension's attempted collection of lease payments. The complaint did not allege any lost profits or other special damages. Ascension argues that Arkansas law requires this type of damages to be specifically pled, Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 9G. Ascension acknowledges that at the hearing in August 2019, Marshall was questioned about lost profits as a result of his inability to process credit cards at his place of business. However, Essentium characterizes Marshall's testimony as unsupported and unsubstantiated. In addition, Marshall made only a bare request for punitive damages in his complaint with no supporting allegations. We first note that the complaint did not plead any certain amount of compensatory or punitive damages instead only asking for more than $75,000 on each, so any argument that the amount awarded was more than the amount prayed for in the complaint is meritless. 
Second, it is clear from the transcript of the August 2019 hearing that Marshall testified as to his business losses and that the circuit court credited this testimony. We defer to the circuit court sitting as a trier of fact to resolve matters of credibility. Also, Marshall requested $150,000 in compensatory damages as well as treble damages for punitive purposes, which explains how the circuit court arrived at the amounts awarded. Essentia makes no argument that the circuit court erred by awarding treble damages. The circuit court's award of damages is not clearly erroneous. End of quote. Whether notice of the damages hearing was required. Defendant argued that it lacked any notice of the damages hearing following default. The circuit court wrote, quote, Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 55B does not require that a notice of hearing on damages be given to a defaulting defendant who has not appeared. End of quote. There was no error, ruled the Court of Appeals, in adding, quote, We hold that Ascentium had no right to notice of the hearing, nor did Marshall or his counsel have an equitable obligation to inform it of the hearing. Rule 55B is clear that notice of a hearing is required only when a defendant has appeared. An appearance under Rule 55B is any action on the part of a defendant, except to object to jurisdiction, that recognizes the case as in court. Ascensium did not make an appearance in the case, therefore it was not entitled to notice. End of quote. End of decision.